Stephen Jill here. Howdy. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how to present a realistic cash offer and then move on. I love the move on part. And that it's like how to ask a girl out on a date, get rejected, and, and then move, move on. on. <laughs> ask another so girl. If you're and a then normal move on. <laughs> if you're a normal man, you should this should be you could write this show. Well, or how to reject someone and move on. Yeah, perfect. That shouldn't be too hard. You wanna practice? Yeah. yeah. Alright, ask me out. <laughs> Listen, I was uh standing over there. I don't usually do this. You look super pretty, and you look like a real interesting human uh, person that, you know, unlike most every other girl I've met for quite some time, are you really that interesting, or is, am I just dreaming? I'm more than that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fabulous. <laughs> if you want you a piece flip? of this. <laughs> flip your hair while you say that. Your, If you want a piece of this. You're going to buy me and all my friends here around a drink. You know, that's perfect. And then maybe I will consider continuing this conversation. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> it turns out we have something in common because I was going to buy you and all your friends more than one drink. All right. Well, you we'll like champagne? Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful that you did not deliver that line, though. <laughs> really? Was this cheesy? No, no, I'm just kidding. Was it cheesy? No, it was good actually. It was really good. It was better than what it was better than how your friend queued it up when I met you years ago though. He's not that suave. How do you remember this stuff? Oh, I remember. Don't leave us hanging, tell us. Well your friend was selling you. Your oh. friend, I came up, you obviously had a conversation about me. Oh yeah. I hope you I hope you did. Yeah. We can stop and he right wasn't, there. You weren't blindsided. I'm embarrassed for him. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, for him. Okay. Obviously, something happened correctly. There we go. Or you just lowered your standards. Either I way, I won. I did not. <laughs> Before we take, get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Uh, Araldo asks, hi, guys. My name is, I think it's Araldo. My name is Araldo and I'm in Texas. I've been buying houses since 2014 and became a real estate investor in 2016. Prior deals were not deals. That's kind of funny, I wonder what that means. It means he failed. Oh, God. And now he gets it. Okay, cool. My main strategy is buying pre-foreclosures subject to existing financing and selling as is with owner financing. Goal of the strategy is to have zero money in the deal and cash flow three to $700 a month for 30 years. So why am I joining this course? Because I'm looking to add this to my tool belt and increase my cash flow with way lower risk. You're gonna fit in perfectly here. You already have some experience. Uh, you fa- I, th- I think that's what you meant. Failed a little bit. You've seen the other side. You know what's possible. Now you want to figure it all out and institutionalize it. I'd like to add, thank you for having real goals. Real goals, being able to have a real goal and write it down is huge. Because I'm looking to um, add this lower risk, still going to be doing my house business, and I know many of the principles taught here are going to transfer over to my house business. That is very true. 
But I'm attracted at the fact that, from what I understand, there's way less people in this land space compared to house buyers. That's for sure. Once there's a recession or crash, tons of people will leave the house business, but there's but I'll still be there buying up houses, land, info lots, and soon small rural countries. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. I think you're you're I can't say enough positive things. Yeah. I think you're um Diversifying your portfolio using the same concepts, but diversifying your product is what I should say, not portfolio. And I think your uh, whole approach to really to accepting that there is going to be a recession. There's no, and we may or may not be in it right now. I don't know. Not it's not pounding us yet. It will. And planning for it and keeping it diversified is fantastic. There's no real question here. Welcome to the to the group, man. Exactly. Today's topic: how to present a realistic cash offer and move on. This is why you're listening. As always, these questions, or these topics, are driven from multiple questions in our uh, in our customer service system with all these companies. So I'm sure that you're more qualified to, to uh, answer this, Jill, and I, I think that you're an expert at it, is what I mean. Thank so you. what does this mean to you? Well, there's, it's like, it's really too, Maybe a two-step process, I think. First of all, we already represented a realistic cash offer the, the day that they got the mailer, when we sent that out. That's phase one of this. That, that was a real cash offer. Um, and right then and there, it might be done. They're either going to reject it, they will immediately reject it, uh, or accept it, traditionally. Sometimes there's a phase two where they want to call and tweak it a little bit and explain something about it maybe and it might be true so when they call back or reach an email back and have some kind of uh communication to dis- to discuss the offer and see what see if it might result in a minor change i'll consider that so let me let me give an example um mailed out an offer to someone for uh nine thousand four hundred and eighty seven dollars and they everything's great about the property. It, it matches, passes all my tests. I know I'm buying it for you know ninety five hundred dollars when it's done. It's probably worth thirty, maybe thirty five. So when that person calls back and says, "Look, I got your offer. I, I it makes me sick. I just gotta have ten. If you say ten thousand dollars, I'm gonna do it." That is realistic that I would consider, and that would be one small situation. I usually usually I don't, but. That's some small thing that I might consider it. And, go, and I might, and again, I did my homework, I did my due diligence, I already know it's worth that. It's, 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 uh, it makes sense. And maybe, maybe that there's some, there's probably some reason they need $10,000 for something. That's usually what it is. Why would I hold back for $600? It's not worth it. It's a, yep, done, deal's happening, let's move on. So that's an example of, a, of it happening the right way. Now let me give you one the other way. They get our offer, same offer, nine thousand four hundred and whatever dollars, and they call back and say, um, "Look, I got your offer. I I don't need to sell. We'll we'll I'll uncover this really quickly. I know it's worth thirty five. I need to get thirty five out of it. And sometimes they might even say, "Look, I'll I'll be nice. I'll let you have it for thirty. Oh, really? So." 
<laughs> but which, and it's like the top of the market, let's just say. Um, so I'm like, you know what? That's great. Uh, you know, I appreciate where you're coming from. My cash offer is this. It's $9,461. And I understand that may not work for you. So here's the deal. Hang on to my offer. Uh, sleep on it. If you change your mind, it's going to be offer valid for 30 days. Um, call me back. Let me know. If not, I wish you all the best. And that to me is presenting a realistic cash offer and moving on. I don't talk about it. The, for me, the main point of the show is you're not going to go back and forth. You're not going to go, well, they're going to say 30. I go, all right, well, would you do 12? No, but I'll do 28. Okay, would you do 14? This is the whole thing. You don't want to get into this dilemma. You don't want to be negotiating. You really want to find out what is their number, whether it's really, really high, which means they don't want to sell. They're just, they're only throwing it out there because if someone paid it, they would sell it. That's it. But if they really do want to sell, they will have a low bottom number and you just got to ask and figure out what that is. Uh, and, and, if, and if you can't get to that, stick with your number. It is a solid offer. Let them know the terms, it's cash, and move on. And I always say leave that door open because that $30,000 person, once they go, are they going to go call up? Let them, let's see what they try to do. If they really wanted to sell, what would really happening is they might be calling someone to try to buy it from them. Well, no one's going to pay that. We check. Now they're going to try to call an agent when they want to list it. Their commissions might be too low. And how long does that take? You know, they'll, that will start to unfold and they'll realize that's a bad idea. Uh, and then eventually they're going to come back to you. And it might be 30 days. It might be three. It might be three months. But that's that's what I do, and it works out great. And and two, I'm not hung up on this deal. I mean, I'll make this my last point. This is probably this this is the last 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 point. <laughs> <laughs> this is all dead on. What really happens in real life? Thank you. You have to move on and mean it for yourself. You can't hang up the phone thinking, "I hope they call back. I hope they call back." You have to really feel solid, solid about it. And how do you feel solid about it? You go to the next one on your desk and you go, okay, now moving on to this one. Do I want this one? Oh, do I want this one? Or do I want this one? I've long forgotten about it. And if they do call me back in a week, it's like, wow, all right, let's do this. If the notion, the, the, the today's topic's title is how to present a realistic cash offer and then move on. If the notion of leaving money on the table for you just makes you need you need to spray yourself off with Lysol and it disgusts you and it and it's in your soul. Uh, we recently had an employee leave us uh, after working with us for several months in an acquisition capacity because he couldn't understand in his soul could not understand how not to get the cheapest price on a piece of property, regardless of of the actual asset itself. Uh, if we sent the letter out for five thousand, he needed to get it for thirty five hundred, or he or he wouldn't do the deal. And then when we went to go sell it, he needed to get 35000 40000 or he wouldn't sell it. This concept of negotiation uh, is prevalent in every culture I've ever heard. Every single culture, from rural African tribes to, you know, uh, you name it, China, India, they're all packed with markets where you go, there's no set price, there's no signs, and you haggle. And, you know, the seller tries to get it for a highest amount. You, the buyer, tries to get it for the lowest amount. For this business to work for you as a real estate investor in this country, 
you got to get rid of that concept. Joe's exactly right. If you've determined, a lot of work goes into t- determining that $9,000 price. All right, it doesn't, we don't just pick numbers in this group. It's very uh, scientific and it's getting more scientific all the time. I'm reviewing software packages right now, uh, custom software packages that make it even more accurate. You have to follow those rules and mostly you have to follow the rules for yourself. And that's how you move on. You know that $9,800 offer is very realistic and move on and make 10,000 offers at that rate. So I've seen a lot of people walk away from this because they just don't get it. I've actually sat people down and said, you don't know this about yourself, but you're never gonna get over this. Here's why it's so tough. It's a cultural thing, and then we've watched our parents do it. And our, and our extended families negotiate these prices for houses, and, and it's, you know, I think it's great. I'd rather buy 500 properties, houses or land, with a smaller range than I would like six and hit home runs. No, it's interesting too. I don't feel good about it. If I was if I was walking around trying to reset the market and maximize price, I'd feel like a horrible person. Me too. I would feel like I, I like like I can't believe I talked someone into overpaying. I don't feel good. Yeah. I could I couldn't. And the same as on the acquisition side. I can't believe I bought that asset for you know fifteen hundred dollars. And we, I sent you an offer for forty five hundred, fifty five hundred, or in some cases what we're doing now in Los Angeles County, we sent you an offer for eight hundred thousand. You know, we've had people that would say, just come and get it. You know, we'll pay you a rational price for it. We know what, what our margins are going to be. Right. So it's hard. It's, it's not a, a large percentage of people that can get involved in this that have this problem. But there are, there are some that can't leave money on the table. It's ingrained in their brain and in their culture to maximize transaction value on the buy side and or the sell side. Just, just to squeeze people yeah. and that's not that's not who we to are. To make to to get get them penniless, that's their goal. That's and not so who we are. that's not how and that's not what we want here. Exactly. Happy you could join us today. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, you could find us on the Land Academy show. Each Tuesday and Thursday, we are right here on the House Academy show. I would like to add real quick too Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is confirmation you're on the right track. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Yay. I want another thing, too, by the way. Tomorrow's Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and you know, everybody has a Black Friday deal. So why shouldn't we? Of course. So we will. So check it out. Check your email. Hopefully you have our ebook. If you haven't done this, I haven't said this in a long time. It's a smoking deal. Yeah, if you haven't done this, go get our free ebook, and then you're going to be in our email list, so you will be notified of the Black Friday special when it comes out tomorrow, and it's going to be good. There's House Academy and Land Academy and a combo. It's going to be great. The House Academy show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching or wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We are Stephen Joe. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>